0: Welcome to Gimcrack Video. How can I help you tonight?
1: Hey, yeah, we're just uh, browsing for something a little different. Well, have you tried our
0: Forgotten Classics section?
1: Is that the one over there under the sign that says
0: Blighted by God? Oh, oh, I found something. Have you seen this before?
1: Uh, Never heard of it. Let's grab it. Enjoy your selection. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: you, you, know, you know we're still here right
0: oh. okay i think we should mm. just go ahead um, oh wait i'm starting a song all right
1: this is, this is your, your, uh, your show here.
0: What the fuck, did you be watching it? <laughs> All right. Black Roses, okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Found on Shelf, a podcast where we talk about movies, weird movies, obscure movies. Um, in this case, we're talking about, um, I'd say, movies that rock, as if it were a certain month. Yeah. Uh, a month where we celebrate things that rock. It's not October. That's two on the nose. What is this, Dustin? What What are we doing here?
1: Uh, what What did we call it? Uh, rocks giving. Rocks. It's rocks uh, giving. Rocks giving. Rocks. Yeah. Rocks giving. It's, it's
0: giving rocks. That's what it's doing. And this movie, uh, this movie that we're talking about today is called Black Roses. Yeah, rocks. Now, had you heard about Black Roses before? I,
1: no. In fact, mm-hmm. I was, I, I I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think um, I was, I was looking for a music movie to, to pick out for this month. And yes. I think I, I found Black Roses and I was like, this movie, I just read a little bit about what it was. I was like, this sounds awesome. And then I, I, as I often do say, Hey Patrick, you ever heard of this movie? And you're like, Oh yeah, it's great. I'm like, bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I was going to choose this one. He's like, Oh, I'll choose it instead. and. and there we are. I think that's yeah. what happened, right? We're the, just the, making de- things the,
0: the deal. <laughs> the deal was I'll I'll choose that one if you jump on the grenade and pick Xanadu because I was going to do yeah. Xanadu. Yeah, and there we are. Would you say this movie is more like a movie than Xanadu?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There.
0: There was at least a a
1: plot. It's not like it was written around an album or shoehorned
0: music into it somehow. So yes. No, I- now, to to be fair, the music in Xanadu is better. Yes. Yeah, I would um, agree. But the movie in Black Roses, much better movie than Xanadu. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I would. Hmm. But what would you rather do? Would you rather watch Black Roses or listen to the Xanadu soundtrack?
0: I, I, I will listen to the Xanadu soundtrack. Yeah, I would do. I would do. <laughs> So but if you were gonna pitch someone in this movie and not the Xanadu soundtrack, how would you do it?
1: Oh, it's a simple, simple, simple pitch. What if the Satanic Panic was
0: actually real? When you say that, you're not <laughs> you're not narrowing down movies. Because <laughs> you've got Trick or Treat, and you've got Rock and Roll Nightmare, and you've got The Gate, and Yeah. So like and was was there demonic music in nine seven six evil or was that just that was just that was just the evil sex life um but still you know i never actually watched that movie
1: at least that i remember
0: uh Robert england's directorial uh, debut hmm. it's not good
1: yeah i i i heard
0: <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um yeah but yeah, so yeah.
1: That's kind of what I got. The the vibe of it was was from, and I'm I'm sitting there thinking like, great, you guys are just fueling this more. Like it's not maybe. Uh, but there yeah.
0: is a, there is a really good movie in this vein uh, that came out a couple of years ago called We Summon the Darkness, 2019. Have you seen that?
1: No, The
0: movie's fantastic. All right. So if you want to see something like this, but not this, We Summon the Darkness. That's if you're looking great. specifically. For the uh, Satanic Panic, actually has Satan monsters coming to kill you. Um, yeah, go ahead. Do uh, Black Roses. It's the best one of those. Yeah. If you want to watch that, but have bit are like, well, actually, I'd like this like a starter horror movie for my kids. The Gate. Totally. Okay. It's it's like PG PG thirteen. It's it's it's. In my opinion, it's perfectly safe for kids. You should probably watch it before you act on that. I,
1: I always do. Any time that you say a movie's okay for my daughter to watch, I watch it first.
0: <laughs> Have I ever been right?
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> see, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, you know what? You 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 weren't you weren't wrong about Barbie. I'll
0: just put it that much. And
1: I took her to go to the theater with that one. So we're yeah, okay on so- that one
0: okay so yes uh also if you if you're out there and you haven't seen barbie yet it's this is coming out in november it will have had an imax re-release by then yeah it'll be out
1: at home you could buy you'll be able to buy it by now you should probably just
0: just spend your money on barbie it's it's a good movie
1: yeah Um, just listen to the podcast on the way to the store to go buy
0: barbie (laughs) so yeah i did i did tell my my friends who are parents i'm like hey um, if you actually watch any of the movies I suggest, that's entirely on you.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean,
1: you, you come with a disclaimer and in, in the, in the complete opposite vein, I look at, uh, um, what's that website? Common sense media, I think yeah. it's called or common sense. It's, 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 yeah. I'm what pretty sure it's written by some
0: Christian. Yeah.
1: yeah. But you know, and I look at them and I'm like, Oh God, they think that's too much. Like, Get out mm-hmm. of here. It's that's fine. Like they were really offended by Coraline because of the big boob lady, and they're like, this movie is not appropriate for children. And I'm like, whatever. My you know, my five-year-old daughter at the time absolutely loved it. She watched it like a hundred times. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cartoon woman with giant boobs. Who
0: cares? It's fine. I personally think we should make more scary content for children, like they used to when we grew up. Yeah. So, we grew up they, like the, like children's media would scare the fucking shit out of you, scar you for life. Yeah. And now they just they just coddle kids, and I'm like, okay, but like, what about all the creepy children out there who want creepy content? Like, we didn't yes. just go away. I was what, and like I like the content didn't make me weird. I was already weird.
1: <laughs> it just it just confirmed what of my my suspicions. <laughs> In fact, I actually uh, I, I just found out about a uh, a new uh, podcast, or at least new to me, um, which I'm gonna have to listen to and check it out. And it was just called uh, "Scary Stories for Creepy Kids," <laughs> and it's like yeah, a podcast with, with scary stuff in there, and just you know done by kids reading scary stories and stuff. And I was like, all right, that's fun. I'll I gotta check that out. So there's a plug for them. You're welcome.
0: Black Roses.
1: Uh, yeah, I got trailers, I got sound bites. What do you want?
0: Let's play the trailer. All right, let's do it. Mill Basin is a nice town with good schools. Julie, what did Emerson mean by the Red Slayer? Emerson? But trouble's coming to Mill
1: Basin, and this town will never be the same. If rock and roll is the devil's music, then Black Roses is the house band. I mean, last week, all they could think about was midterms.
0: Now it's Black Roses. I love you, Dad.
1: Something going on in this town, and you gotta help me stop it.
0: Where have you been? Did you go and see that show again after I told you not to?
1: You have to come with me to that concert tonight. Now I can't explain it. I think they're doing something to the kids. Controlling their minds. I I can feel it, Neil.
0: Brought you a present.
1: What the hell is going on here? What'd you do with my (laughs) kitchen? Hottest band this side of hell is coming to town, and they're saving your soul a Seat. Black Roses. Nice. I love how they used the same scream like three times in that trailer. <laughs> Not quite the Wilhelm scream, but it's whatever scream that is.
0: it's right, so... This is the this is the, the touching story of one English teacher's quest to make to uh, destroy rock and roll music. <laughs> That's yeah, what,
1: it, what is, is that, it about a lot of eighties horror movies where like the teacher is like the hero? They really fought a lot of teachers back then.
0: <laughs> yeah, they sure did. Uh this particular teacher, I feel like they were going for like a Tom Atkins vibe with mm-hmm. him. Um, and yeah, he doesn't great. pull it Tom off. Tom
1: Atkins light,
0: yeah. Tom Atkins light, exactly. But it's 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 more it's it's more like 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 you're getting like the, the 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 solo treatment from Han Solo. Like yeah, he's going for it, but it's not quite right. Yeah. This movie, man, it's it's got some <laughs> cool stuff. Uh, the first thing you'll notice if you watch it is that it's uh, you you get the the trauma team release snipe right. But this mm. looks like one of the movies that Troma Team acquired when Shapiro Glickenhaus went out of business, because this was definitely uh, produced and distributed by Shapiro Glickenhaus. You would remember them as Frank um mm, production okay. company. So mm-hmm. they, they made such films as uh, Maniac Cop, Frankenhooker, Basket Case, Two and Three. All great films. All great films. I was just looking to see if there's anything notable about Shapiro <laughs> Glickenhaus thing. I was like, I was, I was, I was like, I was like, is there anything notable about Shapiro Glickenhaus? So I just went to their page real quick, and it's like controversies. I'm like, uh, not mm. really. It's not. It's nothing really big. It's more like you know, it's more like Frankenhooker would have gotten X rating, and this would cause the it caused distribution issues. I'm like, yeah. Here's the thing about Frankenhooker. It's amazing, and right. it's a shame that you can't distribute it the way that it should be because it's like the content the people freak the fuck out right i just i just uh picked up the vinegar syndrome release of showgirls of course she did was, you know what it's actually a really good movie on on rewatch <laughs> i was like i was like uh, paul verhoeven has done is made what is supposed to be a sex movie and taken all of the like the like all of the joy of sex out of it on purpose, and it's now a movie about like sexual exploitation. But yeah. I'm like, I'm like, he was insane because no one got it, and everyone yeah. hated it. And but he's it's like really good. Chick
1: from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like because I wonder she, if she if she wasn't in it, if it would have gotten better press because she was I, the whole focus of it.
0: No, oh because, because like, Basic Instinct crucified um, Sharon Stone. Yeah, yeah. And she, it, so, like, it, it, the, the women in Verhoeven movies tend to get uh, uh, um, maligned by the press because they're, like, very openly sexual roles. And, like, oh, and the American press is, like, you know, we can really, really right. focus in on this you know, because of the misogyny. But, like, um, <laughs> and then both of their careers were significantly... Uh, negatively impacted from being in both of those movies.
1: Yeah, so if you if you're if you're uh, a female actress and you want to retire, uh, just <laughs> just be like, that Paul Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't
0: care, seen yeah. I haven't seen the movie with the nuns fucking. Can you tell this movie is not really have that much conversation going for it because we haven't talked about it yet and it's been it's been twenty <laughs> minutes. Okay, <laughs> Black Roses. Uh, specifically, yes. is this the band Black Roses is evil? I am uncertain if they are devil worshippers or the devil. But they are demons, more or less. They have demonic forms and demonic powers. And they are here to spread, you know, the work of the Dark Lord through music. Right.
1: Yep, yep, yep.
0: And they have only been a studio band before this. Only releasing studios. But apparently they're super popular. Popular enough to make it a big deal when they finally release their concert. What they're going to do is their first live performance ever Pick a small town in Canada, I mean, America, clearly not Canada, totally America. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it has nothing to do with tax breaks. And um, they're going to play their school gymnasium for three nights in a row, the same concert, three consecutive nights.
1: But it does, it but it starts off with them already in the middle of a concert somewhere else
0: which so they kind I, of
1: address later. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? Cause they yeah, said we've never
0: performed. And- I believe that's supposed to be the Madison square garden concert, which happens after everything.
1: Well, no, cause he does say the one, he says one very, very brief line where he's like, well, we did one other show, but it just didn't turn out very well.
0: No. Yeah, And I was like, Oh, okay. That's confusing. So. It's a great opening, but and anyways, all the, the kids in town become demons and they go crazy. And then the English professor has to set fire to the demons and that's the end of the movie, right? That's, that's wow, the whole you, movie.
1: You jumped through a lot
0: there. Is that not the whole movie? <laughs> I mean,
1: basically, yeah.
0: Okay, so um, we can get we can get into the fun stuff, but that's like the movie. Um, yeah,
1: that's that's the plot of the movie. That's kind so, of what happens.
0: So it's it's by John Fasano. Now, John Fasano, his previous movies were uh, Rock and Roll Nightmare. Okay. And now Rock and Roll Nightmare is a little bit different. Rock and Roll Nightmare is about um, a band who, um, while they're touring, they stay at a forum house overnight and are tormented by demons. So, And that one, the demons terrorize a band instead of a band being demons terrorizing okay. other people. Okay. And then the other film he's famous for is Zombie Nightmare, which has nothing to do with rock and roll. But because these were successes, Shapiro Glickenhaus was like, what if we give you money to make another movie in this vein? And he made Black Roses. Um, so this is 1988. Um, an interesting thing here is the screenplay is written by Cindy Sorrell, who would become his wife.
1: Oh, all right.
0: Now, John Fasano actually goes on to be like a script doctor. So like he does a lot of, a lot of other screenplays. So after Zombie Nightmare, he does another 48 Hours, the 48-hour sequel. He's got the screenplay on that. Uh, Universal Soldier The Return, Mean Streak, uh, The Hunchback of Notre Dame for TNT, Darkness Falls, the horror horror movie in the 90s about the Tooth Fairy, the Dead Silence kind of does a riff on, Firestorm, Last Stand at Yellowstone, I'm not sure what that is. And he also does have down here in 2001 Megiddo, the Omega code 2. So you got to unveil an evangelical movie in there somewhere.
1: Wow. Yep. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's he's got the credit on another 48 hours and he was a script doctor on a lot of stuff directing wise. He doesn't do a lot of directing after this. He does do one more horror movie. this kind of kind of cult following called the jitters, which I have not seen. That's the following. Yeah. And then Common Writer, he does an episode of of Common Writer, Dragon Knight. Sure. Uh, okay. And then he's a producer on a ton of stuff too. So, but like, hmm, he, right. so he's been still been around. Um, yeah. Oh yeah he he is a he he has a screenwriting credit on Tombstone, and he's the associate producer on Tombstone. Okay. So, so like, not entirely all trash movies like there's some there's some, yeah, there's some, some good ones there in here. Yeah, yeah and that kind of shows here because the script is fun it's got some problems but it's fun
1: yes yeah yeah it's it's one of those movies that had it, it had better opportunities that it didn't take advantage of and things that could have been changed but overall it was, it was enjoyable
0: i think it would be better if it had like like a clear definition on if not the protagonist like a better grasp on an ensemble because like whoms is the main character
1: Yeah Oh yeah I mean the uh, yeah I guess the, that one guy that was like a 30-year-old teenager <laughs> Twenty-eight, he Johnny. Was Twenty-eight. Are you serious? Oh, yes. Fuck, I was so close. I, I wrote in all my notes. Thirty-year-old teenager. Thirty-year-old teenager.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dietz. Frank Deets.
1: Jo- Johnny Frank Dietz. Hey, mm-hmm. good old Frankie Dietz. hmm
0: <laughs> Some writing credits after this on like Creep Show, and I think some animation too. Yeah, he's he does a lot of animation after this.
1: Yeah. All right. A lot of these guys tend to do that, like does like voiceover stuff and.
0: No, no, I, he's actually, actually part. Doesn't. he does animation. Oh, OK. Yeah. So he's not a V.A. guy. He's a he's an artist.
1: Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. Frankie Dietz mm-hmm. doing the art. <laughs> I do. I do. And I, I really like uh the so the, the opening scene of it is like the band that's playing in this in this thing, and then but the, the makeup on it, and the, you know the prosthetics and everything were were pretty cool. They were they were pretty well done.
0: It's yeah. The, the production team says it probably they had took them twenty hour days to get these opening shots. Oh god, because of that yeah. makeup.
1: Yeah, I, I would have probably mixed the makeup around a little bit there because the lead singer with the big huge thing on his face, it makes it really hard for him to look like he's actually singing instead of just opening his mouth and music comes out.
0: It's it's got kind of a guar look to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean not entirely, right? Because this these are clearly like demons as opposed to like gores so like like not undemonic but more more orcish.
1: Yeah, I did know.
0: So, um <laughs> so um the the main singer of the band is called Damien. He, yeah. he that's how you know he's the devil, because his name is Damien. He's played by Sal Viviano. And uh, Salviviano was not on um, murder she wrote, but he was on another um, m- like murder of the week TV mystery show. Would you like to guess which one? Oh,
1: um, Can we it like it's a, com-
0: a short lived series It came out in 1995, and I guarantee you, no one remembers it.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, I I was. No, I have no clue. What do we got?
0: The Cosby Mysteries.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so Damien is the lead singer of the Demonic Band. The Demonic mm-hmm. Band is called the Black Roses. Um, They start off the movie with like a, this cool concert. And then it shows them driving into the sleepy town. And this is part is actually really cool to me. Because, like, they're driving in, like, Lamborghinis into this nowhere town while it's everything's, like, dead asleep. And the cool thing is you get an overhead shot of the Lamborghini. As it drives, it reveals the title on the road underneath the car as it passes by. Black Roses, right? And then the next Lamborghini drives immediately behind it. But now the title is an overlay, and it drives underneath the title. The title, like, like does this weird light laser thing to the... To, fade out and um i just really thought that was cool
1: yeah it was it was a well done little title screen there titles are hard yeah it's i mean when when it when it but when it's done right it really catches your attention like oh, uh,
0: absolutely
1: you know like when they did the credit the opening credits for a uh, hard ticket to hawaii you know with all the crates and the boxes moving around the warehouse like that kind of stuff sticks with me it makes me really remember the movies and the stuff.
0: easily like the best executed part of that entire film well, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Not the most memorable, but the best. I, yeah. In my hands down. Um and then it, you know, so the Sleepy Town, there's a there's a couple of characters Frank Dietz is playing the 28-year-old teenager whose mother left him <laughs> and his it's father is so, just totally checked out.
1: It's so funny how over the top rebellious teenager he is trying to be.
0: It's almost like theater
1: it's it really is like i mean i had to clip his scene where he's really going off on it uh, on the teacher mr morehouse my mother left my father because he was afraid to take a chance on anything i'm not gonna let that happen to me (laughs) he was afraid to take a chance
0: so his father so they're in an industrial (laughs) town his father is just is making a living for them both. He's totally checked out as a parent. Do you want to guess what he does in this industrial town? Did you catch it?
1: Oh, I did not.
0: He's a barber. Alright.
1: Uh, someone's gotta cut hair.
0: Someone's gotta cut hair. That's not the problem. The problem is he acts like he's gonna go like die in the salt mines.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was there was a bit of 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 over. I guess, overreacting about a lot of stuff. And they were they were really pushing the teenage angst of a small town real hard, too.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: (laughs) He just yeah, when 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 Johnny, the 30 year old teenager, 28 year old teenager, sorry, I'll correct my notes here. Yes, it's like he's he's worried that he's not going to get his way because people are are saying that the black roses might be not the best influence on their kids. And he's like, I'm going to go paint the town red. <laughs> Actually like grabs a bucket of red paint.
0: It is the most Muppets joke possible.
1: <laughs> it's so cringy. <laughs> uh, but he never gets a chance to, because the teacher just happens to be out walking around and and like, hears the can of paint being opened.
0: <laughs> it's, it's a quiet town at night. This whole thing about him—every time he did anything. Uh, so, do, do, are you familiar with Julie Brown? Which which one? Are we talking downtown Julie Brown? No, no. Um, the 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 other Julie Brown who had like the comedy yep. songs. Yeah. And she has the Homecoming Queen has got a gun.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And at the end, the the Homecoming Queen who has just performed a school shooting for comedy effect because it's the eighties. Yeah. Um and it doesn't happen all the time. And
1: you are like, "Haha, who would think that would that would never happen?"
0: Yeah. yeah. So like as she's dying, she goes, "I did it for Johnny."
1: Oh, yes, I do
0: remember that <laughs> And every single time he did anything in the back of my head I'm like, I "Did it, for Johnny."
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. Now I'm gonna to have to rewatch this movie. <laughs> I'll have that like a little sound bite, and every time it happens, I'll just hit that button.
0: Like, yeah, for Johnny. <laughs> yeah, uh, Johnny. Johnny is an artist who drew a skull on the back of his denim vest, so you know he's like bad. He is serious about this. Okay. Uh, Black okay, Roses. So, so let's talk about the Black Roses. Mm-hmm. Giant band, s- supposedly. Right. Super popular. Gonna have their first concert ever in a quote unquote in a small town. Mm-hmm. No one is traveling to this town. Yeah, to come see their first concert. Right. Do you know where their first concert is? Is going to be again a school gymnasium, uh, or at least the attendance hall in a school. Like it's a high school. Yeah. Auditorium. All right. So, and then they're going to have a concert. Or four,
1: four nights in a row.
0: As if they're Taylor fucking Swift. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is it? Why is it this way? Why isn't it just one concert? Why is it four? Well, the yeah. answer is so that they can kids can get progressively evil through right, through repeated exposure to the devil right. music. Right. Um. It's lame.
1: Yeah, because because it's like. They, they, you know, they all bought tickets to the first night and then apparently they, they just gave away tickets to <laughs> the rest of the nights because it's like, how else are you going to get all these kids to come back? You got to mm-hmm. you got to do it. Yeah. Um,
0: so. Yeah. The, so the, the the show that opens extensively after we see the, the concert in the Lamborghini uh, to the English teachers class where they're uh, talking about poetry. I think they're talking about, you know, Walt Whitman. Yeah famous heterosexual Walt Whitman and they're uh they're talking and debate and discussing poetry and I assume it's supposed to be relevant I don't remember the poems being discussed but I feel like every lesson taught in any movie ever is directly relevant to the plot um oh yeah that's right he's like th- th- like Johnny tries to segue into censorship because the parents in town don't want the black roses playing. The mayor of the town thinks it's good for the economy, but like how, because no one's coming into town to see the concert. You would think that people would come into the town to see the concert.
1: Yes. Somebody from a nearby neighboring town. You possibly stop
0: by. There seems to be no groupies for this band. No. um,
1: well, except for their those two the two chicks, but I guess they're kind of
0: No, those are just high school kids so. now. Oh yeah, yes, you're right. Yes, the ones yes. that
1: hop, hop out of the Lamborghini to put up the posters.
0: Right, 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 of course.
1: But yeah, those I think those are whatever. I don't know what they are. They don't really matter. They don't really acknowledge them as being.
0: They're not things. in the band, <laughs> but they are no, with t- the band. They're the street team. Yeah. Um Black Rose's street team. Also, and they, they
1: but- literally, they put posters everywhere. It's such a small little town, and they have, like, stacks of posters everywhere.
0: And the early dawn before the, the town wakes up. Yeah. The other thing here is, um, no t-shirt booth? Right? No t-shirt booth. Just
1: missed like, opportunity exam.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's where all the money is.
1: Right. 28 year old teenager should have just started making his own uh, denim jackets with skulls on them for everyone.
0: I mean, it's that's like a little where, side hustle. If he wanted to get out of the town, that's how you do it.
1: Yeah, that's that's what you do. <laughs> and then all the townspeople are are so worried about uh, about what they're going to be. And they hold like a town meeting, town hall meeting about it. And I love, love when they do these things in movies. So I had to clip it when when like, uh They have the uptight Christian lady, like, reading the lyrics all serious. (laughs) That's, like, my favorite part of these kind of movies. Oh, here she is. Tear down the walls of hell. Make room for lust to dwell. Carry in your hands a sword. Tear away the image of the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) It's just ridiculous. They always do that. And it makes me laugh every time.
0: What? A, what it's
1: little things?
0: It's it's like that joke in that VH1 movie years ago about the PMRC, where they're like they had they have to keep saying "animal fuck like a beast" over and over again. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a wasp album.
1: All right. So yeah, we're at the opening night of the concert
0: now. Um... Well, I want to talk. There, there's a couple more characters we should really talk about. And that's Julie. Right. Julie is teacher's pet. So the movie within very short uh, um, time, introduces you to Johnny. Yeah. um, Introduces you to uh, Tony, who is, uh, they go from people's house to house, and Tony is like, uh, like his mom's nagging him. Yeah, Tony's the greaser kid, right? Yeah, the evil greaser. Of course, course um, his name's Tony. Yeah, yeah. A character
1: named Tony? Hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, he's—it's not that stereotypical. He's Protestant, and a vegetarian. <laughs>
1: <This> is true. <laughs>
0: okay. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, and then Julie—it it, introduces you to Julie, who is the good girl, the teacher's pet, the the um the sand the Sandy from Greece. You got Tony yeah. a, as the evil greaser, and you got Sandy as um. You've got Julie as the Sandy character. Yes. Um, but Johnny is her love interest. She did it for, for Johnny. Me you just
1: did it for johnny
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you know. so as you introduced all of these characters and then the english teacher and all of them are your main character
1: yeah and they are almost all forgettable <laughs> except for the 30 year old teenager he's, he's and that's just because she kept saying johnny over and over again kept calling his name yeah johnny, but like johnny, but, you doing johnny
0: but like his arc ceases to matter like like, but by, by the third, the start of the third act, he's not even important anymore. Yeah, they they really it, needed a main character. <laughs> like, 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 like after the second night concert, Johnny is no longer part of the plot. Yeah, he shows up like for two seconds in a in the library, and then right at the end, and like nothing matters with Johnny anymore. Then it's all about Julie. Yeah. Like yep. it pivots. Well, no, it's all about the English teacher at that point, but Julie's your secondary uh focus. But it pivots away from Johnny entirely. But anyway, you get this cast of characters, and then um there you know there's a scuffle about like should the concert happen? So the concert is allowed to happen, but all of the adults in town are also present.
1: And this is actually yeah, because the best, they, they one wanna, of the best parts wanna, of the movie. Because they, they want to witness the concert for themselves.
0: They wanted let's like see. like well let's see let's we if we're gonna allow this we're gonna see and if it sucks we'll shut it down right like if it's yeah. too evil. And this is one of the best parts of the movie is because they uh, the band comes on stage dressed all in white mm-hmm. like their overcoats so they can they can dress them like dra- drop them later, but they're dressed all in white totally air supplied like Michael Bolton out and they play easy listening pop yes yes about Which- about going to paradise
1: yes which and, um
0: yeah mm-hmm. it's great <laughs> and all the parents are like well I guess this isn't that bad and they just all leave and the minute the door's shut the lights blink and they are dressed head to toe in black S&M gear and they just start singing about the devil oh like, yeah and they just they didn't, even, yeah. they didn't even wait wait for them to leave the hallway and they were just like <laughs> <"Devil.">
1: <laughs> that's exactly what I wrote. I wrote literally seconds after the door's shut the band reveals a rock show <laughs> yeah it's great, <laughs> and he, the lead singer, is not doing a very good job uh lip syncing to whoever the actual band is. He's trying, but it's not, <laughs> it's very questionable to me at times. But this is what they start playing. It's a rock it's a rock yeah, so they're there. I should have got the little soft ballad they played before that, but uh, but yeah, that's that's what they end up. Uh, that's their heavy metal
0: devil music. Uh, so it was a lot of the music was written by a guy who worked with Rod Stewart and Ozzy Osbourne. So he's in the music.
1: Okay, um, they're industry. not
0: terrible songs. Yeah, and it, it's, it's like what. It's, and it's like one of those things where they, they make a band for the session band for the movie. So they're called the Black Roses on the yeah. soundtrack because they do something similar with um, uh, Streets of Fire. Right. The mm-hmm. the and and the Attackers. There's a session band that has a name. They're not called l and and the Attackers. They have a se- they have a name, but like it's not like. It's not saying like this person and that person Like it's it's the same kind of thing yeah. Or like how Eddie and the Cruisers I'm pretty sure Eddie and the Cruisers Are listed as credited Like musicians or something On the Eddie and the Cruisers albums There are two of those movies By the way Really? Yeah huh, Weird Why? <laughs> <laughs> the first one is bad enough Yeah Yikes I'm pretty sure in the second one, he like comes back from after faking his death.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. If there's a not, third
0: one, you're, you're going to get stuck watching it. Sh- sh-
1: you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Rocks giving 2024. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah. 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 And then, so the, it's like, you know, all the kids are like rocking out and have a good time. the concert. And in the next, like the next morning, um, they're back in school and they all look like they kind of hung over. Ish. All right. I I get I get really weird about um the details, the very specific details. If you provide me with details, very specific details in a movie, I'm gonna fact check it. Because you could have just bullshitted it, you could have you could have let it go. You didn't have to get this specific, but you did. So I'm gonna call you out on it.
0: Nothing the, about our podcast has ever led me to believe this before. <laughs> This behavior is coming out of the ether. No no track record of this at all.
1: So the flyer for this concert said it was on April 4th, 5th, 6th, and 7th of 1987. So I looked it up on a calendar. And in April of 1987...
0: There were only six
1: days? (laughs) The fourth was on a Saturday. So the next day after the first show would have actually been Sunday and they wouldn't have been in school. <laughs> like why why would you why would you put a date if it's going to be completely wrong? Just put this Friday Saturday Sunday or something. Like why put a date? Don't don't put that information out there unless it's right.
0: This Friday, Saturday and Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah,
1: just something like or at least look at the freaking calendar and go, oh, okay, yeah, they're going to go to school the next day. Let's slap this concert on like a Wednesday or something.
0: I don't know. Again, it's a tr- terrible day for a win- for a concert.
1: Yeah, well, for opening night for bandits never been out of the studio before, you know, they got to work out their kinks a little bit.
0: Uh, well, I've seen the way they dress on stage and they're definitely working out their kinks. They are working out the kinks, let me tell you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, <woo. laughs>
1: but trouble is a bruin in uh, in the in this small little town here because um after the first night of the concert yeah everyone's getting kind of grumpy and then they they're like handing out free copies of the record to everyone at the school the next day for whatever reason again
0: merch sell it sell it well they're, 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 they they they're selling it but their currency is so
1: this yeah yeah And um, yeah, the greaser, uh, greaser kid, Tony gets all uh, gets all upset that somebody grabbed his free coffee, even though there's like a whole stack of other free (laughs) copies. and and they start fighting. And he's like, they're just like picking them up and throwing them and all sorts of like weird over the top fight moves. So that's how you that's how, you know, uh, there's trouble brewing in this little small town.
0: So, so, so Tony actually is one of my favorite parts of this movie. Cause the next, cause the next thing with Tony, he's at the home working out playing the record. It's, it's <laughs> yes. And his stereotypical dad comes in. Did you, uh, did you catch who the dad is? No. Did you watch the Sopranos?
1: Uh, no, I figured it was somebody on the Sopranos. He looked familiar to me, but I've actually never seen a single episode of the Sopranos.
0: Uh, neither have I. Uh, it's Vincent Pastor. Okay. Uh, he plays Salvatore. Uh he's the uh, his his name on the show was Big Pussy. So.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I I'm, I'm guessing if you look up his IMDb, he's going to have a lot of uh Italian roles in mobster
0: movies. Uh you know Carlito's Way, Sopranos, <laughs> Shark Tale. Uh <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, he, he's got a specific specific vibe going on, and he has it here, because Tony has gotten new earrings, and the first thing he tells him is <laughs> that the only people that have earrings, he calls them a slur.
1: Yes. Well, he says the only there's only two people that have earrings, pirates and- A slur. The slur, right.
0: yeah. And uh, so- and he
1: goes and there's there's no ship on the front yard, so <laughs> it was yeah. kind of a funny slur. Well, not a funny slur, but it was kind of funny how he- <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna snip kind of a funny slur and just post it I just have just like retweeted on our page just that one audio clip over and over and over again it's kind of a funny slur yeah uh, yeah so no uh so anyway he has to die so the yeah. cool thing is tony leaves the room and the music um the evil this the music the evil comes through the speaker and a giant and like a, a monster gremlin thing launches out of the speaker and attacks, uh, attacks Tony's dad and drags him into the speaker and eats him. It's fantastic.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> As he's being pulled in, he just goes,
0: What the fuck? <laughs> Honestly, a highlight of the film.
1: Uh, uh yes. Um I I was I was a little upset that there wasn't more of that kind of stuff. More of demons coming out of weird things because I I love Yeah, I love um I, I love I love practical effects and I love daytime monster horror and this was both of them.
0: I thought you said. And I and I love demons. You know, I've been a long-time yeah. black yes. metal hall listener. I've burned <laughs> several churches and <laughs>
1: Look after after last month and dealing with all that crap with the demons and zombies and every I'm 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 good I'm gonna take a break <laughs> from all that for a while. So but I'm yes. I'm
0: delighted to announce that Dustin has found the Lord and we will be doing more uh, Kurt Cameron movies in the near future.
1: Yeah, we're gonna do nothing but Carmen movies next season.
0: <laughs> we're gonna run out of material pretty quickly. He's only got one other one.
1: Every episode is going to be a new song and we'll just break down the song for um, about two and a half hours talking about one song.
0: Is this exposure therapy? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but yes, back to this. Yeah, and then there, there's there is a kind of, there, there's a lot of cool things that happen in this movie, like um, um, juxtapositions that are happening. Like the teacher is... Is uh, playing some classical music, getting ready for his date with the mayor's daughter. I guess that was like a whole subplot that they kind of went on, but never really.
0: I don't think it was like a, like a like a date date anymore. What more than, what more or less happened is they've broken up at some point because their relationship ended badly because he wanted to be a teacher and teach kids, and she was like, you can't put these children. He like was like this is pointless that there's. I don't know if he was like putting his job before her, or if she just feels like being a teacher is pointless, but it's clear that she doesn't value what he does. And like, and yeah. like, in like a, it's either me or this kind of way. Um, I want to talk about the fact that there are two movies going on here. Yeah. One is the a, like a campy horror movie about rock and roll bands that are actually evil. And the other one is, the real world dr- implications of what that would do to a person and a dramatic analysis of it, because they kind of just like through the eyes of the English professor, he just kind of looks at the, uh, like the town disintegrating around him and is reacting in a very real and believable way. And like, like the movie lets you linger there a couple times. Cause like, okay. In a couple scenes from now, this, this woman whom he cares about deeply, uh, but it's just not working out between them. She is going to be murdered as a result of the demons, right? And when that happens, her father, the mayor, calls him and just goes, she's dead. <laughs> and they sit by he goes, my little girl is dead. And they sit there in silence and let you soak in these two yeah. men's reaction to this woman that they both love being dead and not being there anymore. Yeah. Like, okay, but I want to see the gremlin eat people. So what up what with that? Like, it can't make up its mind what it's doing. And the thing that it should be doing in this movie is is more of the funny, weird, practical effects stuff and less of the drama. It's not that it drops the ball. It's just that that movie isn't nearly as cool to watch. You're like, It's not nearly as enjoyable, and it doesn't seem like it's saying a lot. But this movie is dumb and fun, and I want to be over here. Yeah, but instead we have like Tom Atkins doing Halloween three in this town where he's trying to solve the mystery <laughs> of how is the evil band making the kids evil. Uh, but this is the second <laughs> night, and the second night has this great scene um, where they're you're back and you're watching the concert, and he's like they're like jamming, and the band's like yeah, and he points at fans, and the fans explode into fried zombies yeah like a puff of smoke happens and a person that was standing there is now like this fried skeleton and like like and still rocking out and he does like two or three times and it's great that's the movie i'm here to see
1: right and but i I don't know what really like they they transformed but then they went back to being humans that was kind of a weird but yeah i don't know Um,
0: i don't know that they did Maybe they didn't, but like because it only did it like to a couple of like unnamed characters. I didn't see them come back.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. But you never see them as monsters.
0: Yeah, again. I I just assumed they were dead.
1: Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was making like a uh, well because he he told them that they're all his his soldiers and
0: yeah soldiers is- soldiers of the night. Yeah, but that's that's another thing because it's a very Christian conception of like soldiers in my dark army because they're always soldiers in the Lord's army. Mm-hmm, so it's weird yeah. economy, but like most Satanists I know are not that militant.
1: <laughs> no, they're really not. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> you know, it's it's just it's it's kind of a weird uh vibe to go with for your like satanic debauchery to be like like yeah rock and roll now join my army in the symbol we will go forth into the night in, in like organized action like what what, what? oh yeah where, you know, where was, it was yeah! i want that what what what, yeah. uh, what do we what do we sign up for now fuck this
1: what yeah she- no here here's his little uh here's his little spiel Sorry, that wasn't the spiel that was the uh yeah when he turned the people into demons the yeah.
0: noise which was mm-hmm. kind of cool yes laser <laughs> de- yeah. laser demon powers um the other thing here is uh after this they do go forth as soldiers in the night and mm. get fucking crazy on night two on night two um tony also runs over his mom <laughs> in a yeah. car because she nagged him about coming home late and not putting the trash out, so yeah. he just runs over in <laughs> a car. And yep. Johnny, Johnny goes home and with blows and blows his dad's head off with his yeah. revolver. Blood yeah. splatters everywhere. He could, you know, because Johnny hates his dad for letting Something. him do whatever he wants and being yeah, generally uh, just kind of a he cool a, guy.
1: Maybe he gave him a like, bad haircut.
0: Yeah, because like he's not like. I'm not. I don't care about you, so you can do whatever I want. It's like let's talk about this. No, you make a good point. Go ahead and do it. It's fine. Yeah. And doesn't seem to be pressuring him to do anything. So I'm not sure where Johnny's animosity towards his father comes from.
1: He, he's That's, just an angry 30 year old teenager.
0: We've all been angry 30 year old teenagers. Of this true.
1: Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh yeah. And then uh, uh, yeah, all the all the teens have gone have gone wild now they're they're breaking car windows they're uh they're stealing money out of the uh, the parking meters um they're walking around ooh. in black clothing like ooh, it's evil things happening tonight
0: oh yeah and <laughs> julie's friend um seduces and sleeps with her 40 year old stepdad yeah by playing strip gin gin <laughs> Now I don't know the rules to gin rummy, um, but I feel like adding a strip mechanic may be more clunky than doing just like poker.
1: Yeah, strip poker would have been the far easier way to go. Um, yeah, gin's I, I, fun. I haven't played it in a while, but I mean, it was it's it's, it's a fun little game. Doesn't need so, to be mixed with nudity, but you know.
0: Well, you know, not just nudity, because eventually she 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 has sex with him and he dies of a heart attack, and then. She is leaves weird, there for don't Julie's don't really, to find.
1: Yeah, they don't, I mean, they kind of don't really show the the heart attack. They just say it,
0: like, later it happened. Oh, thought, yeah. She, he's like, he's like, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, I guess that was kind of assumed. I, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, you're right. That was, uh, that was it. And there's, uh, there's all sorts of weird stuff going on, like some kids playing with toys and like gets all angry and throws his superheroes into the fire. <laughs> That was just a weird scene.
0: That was the same uh, house. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah, it was. That was uh, immediately before they come home. Yeah,
1: because then he goes and takes the kid and puts him to sleep. So he could. Yeah. All right. That makes yeah. sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, there's just, anyway, it's just
0: one and- <laughs> weird stuff.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And then. The, and then that the, the next day, like there's a couple of. Of. <laughs> like like he's like uh he calls the mayor and he's talking to him and then the, the mayor's like uh he says he says something like, uh, oh you sound like you sound like uh Mrs. Miller calling up and being hysterical and he's like, Well, if I was Mrs. Miller, I'd have a reason to be hysterical because Mr. Miller is dead. <laughs> Just so matter of factly. And then he talks about how that's <laughs> I love the line about the hold on bad taper? No.
0: Bad kids, bad music, bad news, Neil. <laughs> bad kids, bad music, bad news. We didn't start the fire.
1: <laughs> it's just all bad news. Uh, yeah, so that was the bad news. Uh, everyone's dying. It's just bad news. <laughs> and yeah, and then the, the one chick talks to a therapist. Julia was it Julie that talks to the therapist and then shoves him out the, out the window? And that was her friend. I got the, I kept getting those two mixed up because they never really established them well enough. In my opinion.
0: Yeah. It's her. I think it's her friend. Cause Julie, she just, she, she shows up at the English uh, teacher's house and throws herself at him. Yeah. And he's like, no. And then, so she's like, it must be because he loves this other woman. Let me go murder her.
1: Yeah. I need to murder her. Um,
0: so she cuts her head and off and sets the car her. on fire. Mm -hmm. And then we have that dramatic moment we were talking about earlier where you just have to live with it. And then she shows up and she literally throws herself at him. And he's like, no, I can't do this, although with some hesitation. Uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I can't. No, I I
0: can't. Yeah, it was it was exactly the same vibe as in um, Willy Wonka when they're like, you have to do something. He's like, help, help, stop, help.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's like, I can't do this. And she's just like literally. like 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 unbuttoning his pants he's like no we can't but eventually he pushes her away
1: yeah he like pimp slaps her almost the back of the hand that's
0: right that's right she's unbuttoning his pants and he like literally hits her yeah just 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 slaps her away with his back with the back of his hand yeah and then um she turns into a demon
1: yeah, she starts getting like – it's like kind of a slow transformation too, which is kind of cool. Like she starts growing these monster teeth and weird hands come out and like – and he just starts beating her with a tennis racket. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is a more real uh, – uh, um, so my wife, she, she's like, this is a more realistic version of what would actually happen if so, if something supernatural happened to a person. That's just grabbing anything within within reach and just – like hitting at them but badly they so like beats her yeah. with the tennis racket and it doesn't do anything so then he like yeah. grabs the tennis ball and shoves it in her mouth it's like why and then he runs <laughs> in the other room to to it's find just... other stuff to just throw at her i'm like yeah no that yeah. makes sense none of this played for laughs though like i think it was supposed to be but like it doesn't feel like a joke
1: yeah there was there was you know attempts were made
0: like there was no pace the pacing wasn't right for it to land as a joke uh, but this demon's weird it's like a weird, like ostrich neck, but like a bald head, and also <laughs> her teeth are out. and then giant, like claw hands. And things. it, it
1: kind of it, it reminded me of um, <clears throat> of that. Oh God, what was that movie we watched? The symbol, where the Mexican wrestler guy had the had the neck that just went yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of was like that.
0: Escargoman. man.
1: Yes, Escargoman.
0: man. <laughs> um, but she, so he he runs out the house. And now he's on a mission to stop them. So what he does is he goes to the Texaco station (laughs) and gets a tank full of gas and like eight flares. Yeah. (laughs) And goes to the concert. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've got audio for this because this is the last night of the last concert. Mm -hmm. And he walks in and they're not even playing any music anymore. It is like an altar call. Yeah, I mean it's evil, but it's like an altar call. He's sitting there, like my dark children, my soldiers, my children. We'll do this and we'll do that. Uh, da, 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 da. It's just yeah. Know, where he's talking, same. he calls
1: him his. Oh wait, I did clip something. Hold on,
0: what is this? All the black roses, the flowers of evil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the and flowers just, of evil. And he just says that over and over again. It's like four or five lines of dialogue. That just keeps saying over and over again. Okay. Not even music and they're just all kind of like very much like at the front as if it is like describing this as as like um, worship music it sounds on the nose but it is exactly that vibe if you've ever been in that situation <laughs> where it's just everyone's just at the front just like like in the moment reaching out and he's reaching back at them and they're just talking and there's no music being played so it's a weird vibe to end a rock movie on. I figured I feel like they should still be like, Wah! you know, right. Out. Yeah. Pumping but them not, up a little bit. Yeah. None of that. And anyway, he just kind of just like casually walks to the side of the stage and just starts <laughs> just starts dousing the stage in gasoline in front of everyone. No one yeah. stops him until until and he just goes for like a minute, two minutes before the lead singer Just Damien just looks at him and goes, oh, get that guy.
1: Yeah, maybe like go behind the stage or kind of sneak around or no, he just goes right to the side of the stage. It's just it really is. Uh, yeah, it just he, he chose the most obvious spot to stand for that.
0: They grab him, they bring him to face Damien and Damien does his great wig reveal and then turns into a demon. Yeah. Um, and But it's a slow transformation and eventually he becomes Godzilla's son.
1: Yeah, it's a weird, uh, it's, it's almost,
0: it's, it's a really close riff to like what baby, the, the son of Godzilla looks like.
1: Yeah. And I was like, it's, it was a completely different monster than the monster that he was at the beginning of the movie,
0: which was cool. And that is what I was hoping he would turn into.
1: Yeah. That's what he should have turned into. He, he's like, um, Oh God, what was that? Uh, was that in Bill and Ted's, uh, the one, the one where they die? And there's that weird kind of uh, demon monster thingy that follows him around. I'm barely remembering this movie, but I remember Bogus the Journey. alien had... Yeah, the Bogus Journey had this weird uh, kind of demon monster creature that kind of reminded me of this one where it's kind of lanky and just...
0: It's an alien. Moving. The the alien was in heaven.
1: Yeah, maybe that was the one I was thinking about.
0: Now, in hell, they were chased around by like, a, like, a, like an Energizer buddy looking thing. But <laughs> okay. the, the, the thing that they brought that the, you're thinking of or like, they're like the smartest beings in the entire universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just like aliens. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's okay. That's what I was thinking.
0: I don't okay. like that one as much, but it's no, it wasn't.
1: The, the last Bill and Ted's was great, though.
0: It was surprisingly
1: it was, great. It was, it was far better than I thought it would have been. And I thought far that was better than be it deserved terrible. to be.
0: Yeah. you yeah, no, I gosh. was like, this is <laughs> gonna suck. And I'm like, oh wait, yeah. oh this, yeah, this no, is Yeah, no, this
1: is actually really good. It happens every now and then.
0: I'm a yeah, fan of a... Alex
1: Winter. He's a good he's a good guy.
0: Alex Winter is a good guy.
1: He's he's one of our podcast fans. So hey Alex, thanks it... for listening. Uh probably not, but I can... <laughs> the listeners the listeners don't know this, Patrick. We could just we can just make shit up. See, I got this microphone in front of me. I just speak things into it and people just believe it so
0: would people just do that just go on the internet and lie Uh, no nobody would ever do that ever
1: see that was another lie that was another lie it's see how that works you just say things into a microphone and people just believe it it's fantastic the only
0: things i have said on this microphone are the complete truth including when we actually died or actually reanimated
1: yeah that really happened yeah that sucked but he, back to uh, what, what the fuck is the teacher's name?
0: That's an excellent question. i <laughs> trying to figure out which. In fact, I've been looking at IMDb and trying to figure out which one of these names is the teacher's, and I have not been successful. <laughs> I've been trying. I've been staring at these credits the entire show, going, "Wait, which one? David Crichton <laughs> plays Mr. Miller.
1: Mr. Miller. No, wait. That Mr. Miller was the
0: was the guy that had the heart attack. You are right. No idea then. <laughs>
1: They really worked on some uh, memorable characters in this movie.
0: I don't think so. No. Is it? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Julie's stepdad. <laughs> no, Julie's stepdad is Paul Kelman. Wait. No, Julie's stepdad. Oh. oh was He was the person.
1: creeper guy. Yeah, he was the guy yeah,
0: that was like. That was, was clearly trying to, to have sex with her. And then she, she murdered him, too. He deserved yeah. it. He, had
1: that he, he totally deserved it. Yeah.
0: You know what? Everyone in this movie is interchangeable, and I don't know, Mr. Pratt. Uh,
1: no, no. Let's see. Mr. Pratt was nope. Mr. Well, Mr. Pratt was Johnny. Was Johnny Pratt? So I'm guessing his. That would be his dad. Bad when you don't know who the, <laughs> the
0: actor is. Matthew.
1: Math. Yeah, Matthew. Mo- what a what a bad name, Matthew. It's not, not like a very memorable name, Matt. I think somebody called him Matt in that movie. I don't remember. But there you go, Matthew. Oh, I should have looked at the Wikipedia page. Literally, the first thing is Matthew was a high school teacher. Thanks. <laughs> 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 I don't, I don't believe every Wikipedia but... John Martin. Yeah. Which is just uh, like they, they did not. He was I mean, he is, I guess, supposed to be. Uh, your hero in the movie, and they just did not do uh, a, a great job of having him do that.
0: He was on an episode of Seventh Heaven. All right, easily one of the worst TV shows of all time. Any, if there is no way to describe a plot of any episode of Seventh Heaven, to not sound like you are completely insane. <laughs>
1: That's another one I have luckily
0: missed, so I'm good. With I have that. seen every episode. <laughs> Why have every- we? had this discussion before i mean come on Yeah, (laughs) probably yeah yeah
1: i did watch highway to heaven but that was a completely different show and i really enjoyed that show
0: uh i saw that one too uh with uh, michael landon yeah
1: it was a nice sweet innocent little show there it was fun I think. I don't know.
0: (laughs) The back, the back, I think does a lot of work in basically any show that we have ever watched in our lives at any point. Yeah. (laughs) That show was great. And then you rewatch it. You're like, Oh my God, what happened here? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's that. You're, at this point, I, I'm just I'm surprised when things hold up.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I watched,
0: I rewatched Austin Powers, and he's like, "I'm not going to have sex with you. You're drunk. That's not right." I'm like, "Score one for Austin Powers, <laughs> right?" Easily the thing I didn't think would it would age well, and like not all of it does, but still, it's like, yeah, you don't have to throw the whole movie out. Ace Ventura, you have to throw the whole movie out. Just burn every copy.
1: Yeah, that gets that. That's got some
0: things. It's good. You, you can't save it. <laughs>
1: You know. And so so oh yeah, so now we get uh we get Matthew, we'll call him Matthew <laughs> the teacher, is like fighting the, the demon Damien monster creature. But
0: like, then he eventually is successful in lighting a flare and setting the gasoline he poured all over the stage and himself on fire. But he's fine, but the demon catches fire.
1: Yeah, the the, the demon who was supposed to be a creature of hell.
0: Is harmed by fire.
1: Is harmed by fire. And not only that, but he also goes down with a kick to the nuts.
0: I did want to point that out. Yes. <laughs> he, he, he gains the upper hand in this fight by kicking the demon in the nuts. Now, the demon is a smooth has a smooth reptilian crotch with no testicles.
1: Yes. Yeah, there's nothing there. It's all visible and there's nothing.
0: And um just just a well placed kick to the crotch. And uh demon goes down.
1: Yeah. Or does he? Well, he goes down with a nut shot, but flare the ba- why why would you think that like doing the like lighting the entire like gymnasium on fire would be the best option to go with? Like
0: he's an English major, not a strategist. Yeah. <laughs> like, what would Walt Whitman do in a situation like this? I don't it's like <laughs> I think he would probably have had more fun than Mr. Matthew. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> but yeah. And then like, as soon as the demon catches on fire, all the kids suddenly like have oh, the spell okay, broken.
0: Okay. okay. Walt Whitman is in this situation. There's demons from hell trying to encourage people to party. His first thought is let me get Oscar on the phone.
1: <laughs> what? I I really need to brush up on my history here. <laughs> o- uh, Oscar Wilde. Okay. All right. Am I going to have to fact check you? I'll fact check you. What I do. I fact
0: check. <laughs> I mean, Brom Stoker was obsessed with Walk Whitman. I don't know.
1: All right. I'll fact check you. So yeah, and that's kind of uh it's more or less like the end of the movie. The kids freak out, run. Um, like I guess since the demon caught on fire, his spell was broken over the kids or something. It was it ended very abruptly.
0: And then also the kids have no memory of what's happened because um, because, because, uh, Johnny's like, where's my dad? Right. Where's my dad? I'm like, he you shot his him. brains out? You, yeah. He asked, he asked for a haircut and you said a little off the top and you're like, all right.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it was, it was weird. Like, I, like, I think they didn't know how to end this movie. They just. Absolutely. They didn't they were like okay what do we what do we do now because then it just kind of ended and it was like kind of towns back to normal and the dude's watching tv and there's a news broadcast saying about how the black roses has a sold out show in the madison square garden Dun dun, and
0: then it just ends yep Like,
1: like they didn't they just they were like where do we go from here
0: Let's let's be real honest. It's like it, there's a news broadcast saying that they have a sold out show in Madison Square Garden, and it's got a picture of Damien. Everything fades out but the picture of Damien, and then you <laughs> hear like a like a like a sinister laugh, and then music plays. But if you just saw the picture of Damien, wouldn't it be cool if it became like a demon, and then it fades out?
1: Yeah, or if like the picture of him would slightly turn or something like. Like something to show you. Something? I don't know. There's a lot of different things that could have been done instead of what they did.
0: Yeah. So this movie's fun. It's got some cool stuff and it's head and t- uh, shoulders above like Rock and Roll Nightmare. Rock and Roll Nightmare is terrible. This movie's great by comparison. It's just right. fun. I like it. Um, I think it's probably one of the better of the satanic panic horror movies out there, though not the most popular. Like, I think people like Trick or Treat more
1: yeah I think this yeah this one it definitely was off of off of my radar but i I think there was uh with with a lot of tweaking I think it possibly could have been uh you know a better a better film necessarily like i just i think they they rushed it at the end
0: what 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 would you tweak what would you change are you are you are
1: you asking me the question patrick are you asking me
0: that now i mean is there ever been a better time
1: in a way I brought to hit off your job you think you can do it better so here's your chance all right so um all right so the the first one might be a little controversial but i'm gonna say it uh i want to to move the opening number to somewhere else in the movie either towards the end of the movie or towards like the middle as like a almost like a flashback or even have it be you know, that end because I really liked the the monster design. I really liked them just rocking out and being monsters and watching people just go crazy. And I was kind of hoping for more of that and it never really came back to that. So I think when you, you start off real strong like that, but if you're not coming back to it, 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 it really hurts in the long run.
0: I would say, yeah, if this is the only thing that we can do, but if we it, like in an ideal world, that's the cold open. And then we also do get that at the end.
1: Yeah, yeah, do both. Both is good. Mm-hmm. i Like both. Um sec- second, one I would I would kind of uh really uh do a, a lot better character development. Uh, <laughs> we we shouldn't have to scour the internet for 20 minutes trying to find out the name of the fucking character. Like there's I, I I think there was too many weird side plots that were going on with like the mayor's daughter that didn't need to be there at all. Just I get rid of that. Like it, Make him, make him more of a prominent character to, to focus on. I just think their character development was kind of really lacking in this movie. It's just all over the place. And like you said, Johnny was like really important at the very beginning and then he just didn't matter at all. And he just kind of tossed him away. I think that could have been done better. And the third thing, um, I want to see more weird little demon monster creatures, like the thing that comes out of the speaker. Like I want to see more inanimate objects coming to life with a demon and just killing people. I think that would be really awesome.
0: That was easily the best part of the movie. Like I, said, we we had this discussion. Like doing this as a survive the night one concert movie where just shit breaks down all over town at the same time, and in, like maybe change change your protagonist from everyone to some of the kids and like at the concert, some of the kids turn evil into demons and some of the kids are like, Holy fuck, we got to get out of here. And those are the kids you your, your protagonists. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you split the movie between them and the, what's going on in the rest of the town. You the other, t- the all of the townspeople fighting for their lives and these kids fighting to get out and just hell breaking loose. And by the way, at the end, they're not successful. Like they might live, but like you get it like a, like a pan of like f- fire and smoke as like the the, the the tour bus leaves to its next destination to do it all over again. <laughs> yeah. It's like something wicked this way comes, but it's like something wicked this way comes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's I, I think there was there was a better movie to be found in there. Um but it was not a bad movie. It was it was fun. It was enjoyable. Like the music was was decent for what it was. Uh I would have maybe maybe make it a little bit more like metal instead of kind of just, you know, some of it was a little bit poppy 80s rock, but yeah, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't bad. It was it was definitely better than I thought it would have been. Which is always good. It was
0: fun. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. if 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 you have if you have time, watch this movie. It's fun. If you want to see something like this, like in this vein, but done in a, a completely different way, that's also really cool. We summon the darkness. Johnny Knoxville is a preacher. You should watch it. I will definitely check it out. Um, is that it? Do you have something else you want to say about this movie?
1: No. Um, there's not a heck of a lot to say about it. they had some cool moments. Um mm-hmm. could use some work. But overall, yeah, it was a it was a it was a fun little movie. I think it deserved more attention than it got.
0: Yeah. I think more people should know it. I think it's got a cool poster. Like the poster's rad. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah, the poster's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's it's definitely yeah, it's 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 definitely got really cool elements to the movie. And watch it. Go watch it again. Go watch it if you haven't watched it. Go watch it.
0: And go Who watch Rock and, watch and Roll Nightmare, but like the riff tracks version.
1: <laughs> Is this movie like uh, streaming anywhere? Have you? I mean, it's a, oh, it's free on Tubi and Peacock,
0: and I right, I love Tubi. If it's free on Tubi, go watch it. I saw it on Shudder myself. Um, if you like to, if you like what we do and want to hear more of it, we are Found on Shelf podcast. You can find us everywhere at Found on Shelf Pod. Uh, we are on Blue Sky. We are on yeah. the old Twitter that is evil now. Uh, we are on Instagram
1: now. Technically, I don't think it's dead naming Twitter if the website is actually still twitter dot com,
0: right? I think that is, or is it still dead naming? I don't know. I will I will say I think it's okay to do it to Twitter.
1: Okay. All right. But only Twitter. I want to be fair. Yeah, we're on Instagram. Uh, we're on just, I mean, uh, I'm on uh, every every social site. And then there's a website, foundonshelfpod.com, which I'm currently working on uh, redoing. So that'll be mm-hmm. fun. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm
0: Mine working is on anywhere. a bat signal, but yep. I can't. Yeah, for like, a, I, I was like, well, what do we, what, 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 do, what do we do? So, it should it be a VHS or should it just be like stylized dog shit?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, um, stylized dog shit
0: on the VHS. Yes. You both. Okay. Yes. Um,
1: uh, <laughs> and you can even uh, I found, as I found out today you can even uh, talk to your talk to your Google equipment and say, hey, play the Found on Shelf podcast, and it will do it, which is pretty pretty damn awesome.
0: That's right. As of today, Screaming into the Void will direct you to the Found Home Shelf podcast.
1: Yeah. And we're really on Pandora. A good time time, and, uh, yeah. I'm working on getting us onto Sirius XM. We're
0: You're going places. Track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what even? <laughs> Live and easy. Living free. <laughs> Season ticket on a one way. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> And
1: my <laughs> it's it's pretty much the same
0: hey, hey, God, do got to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way I did look it up and I don't know if I'm leaving this in or not but uh t- 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 After meeting, after Oscar Wilde met Walt Whitman in the United States in 1882, uh, he later told George Cecil Ives, I have the kiss of Walt Whitman still on my lips. So score one for me.
1: Score one for me. (laughs) (laughs) I I like bragging about it, too. That's a nice touch.
0: No, I added that. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) It's like, I got it.
1: (laughs) Now, Yeah. All right. All right. Well, there you go.
0: Yeah, a little bit of queer history for everyone.
1: Them's, them's the facts, yes, and uh, yeah, this is this is where you go to get your monster movies and your queer history facts.